Welcome to the Space for Magic podcast, where people who are led by their hearts come to learn the secrets to receiving all the gifts the universe has for us. I'm your host, Patty Lennon. I'm an ex-type A corporate banker turned intuitive coach. Using a blend of common sense, brain science, and just a dash of magic, I am here to help you create abundance in every area of your life and business. Welcome. Hey there, welcome to this episode of the Space for Magic podcast. I am your host, Patty Lennon, and this episode is being brought to you by The Receiving School. So we are having a blast over in the Space for Magic Facebook group. If you haven't joined, I highly recommend you get over there. The community is growing so fast. It's absolutely free, and we just have such a strong, beautiful community vibe going on. I'm going to have the link to the Facebook group put in the show notes so you can grab it there. But for now, I just want you to focus on the story of what's been happening over the last couple of weeks. I did launch a new training series called Make Space for Magic that launched two weeks ago. And we had so many people joined, over a thousand people joined to participate in this training series. And part one of the things I did as part of the training series, just for some fun, was I loaded a game into our Facebook group called A Treasure Hunt. And what happens during the treasure hunt is that I give you a list of three items. You read the list and then you just let go of those items. Like you don't think about them. You don't try and search for them, but you watch and they will show up. And it's really a way for every person to experience how easy it is for things that you desire to manifest when you don't have attachment to them, right? And sometimes even something as simple as a game that has no purpose, no outcome other than a prize can create attachment in different people. And that's what we're seeing in the Facebook group. And that's what's been so fun and heartwarming because as people are feeling frustrated that they didn't see one of the items on the treasure hunt, they're getting feedback and encouragement from the group that's reminding them that the item has already arrived. They're just not able to see it because they've got resistance. And that's what this training series has been about. How do you release resistance so you can fully receive the gifts that the divine, the universe, God source, whatever word you use, is sending you? And what I'm seeing in the Space for Magic group is it matches what I've learned having run the receiving school for almost two years now. And that is that we are much more likely to manifest something when we are doing it in community. And I want to talk about why that is. I've watched it. I've collected data on it. I've studied it. And there's so many different reasons why, but I'm going to focus mainly on the brain science behind it. And then I'll talk a little bit about the energetics of it. And I will say, I feel so strongly about this community aspect that at this point, if someone wants to work with me in my mastermind or in a private relationship, I ask them to first go through the receiving school because I believe being in community with others who are opening up to receiving unlocks things that would take someone so much longer to unlock if they're working in a one to one environment, which is so interesting slash crazy because to go through receiving school is much less of an investment financially than it is to work with me in the mastermind or privately. And yet 
at the beginning of the journey of what I share and opening up to this receiving energy. And I will say, no matter where you are on your journey, if this is the first time you're learning this through me, the receiving school has the biggest impact in shifting things for people. And it's the community that does it. So let's talk about why that is. Well, first of all, from a manifestation point, and when I say manifestation, I mean when anything comes to you without your physical effort, meaning you don't work for it or go out and find it or go grab it or search for it, it just arrives. It might be a solution. It might be money. It might be a romantic partner. It might be a new job. Whatever it is, when it arrives easily or it feels like it's magical, that's what the space for magic is all about. That is what is considered manifestation. And in order for that to happen, we need to understand first that anytime we ask for something from the divine, from the universe, the universe, the divine starts to respond to that desire immediately. Now, if it's not for our highest good to you know, get that desire met, then that won't happen. But 80 to 90% of the time, when we have a desire that goes unmet, it's not because the divine or the universe or God hasn't answered our request. It's that the item has flowed to us and it's sitting just outside our metaphorical door. We haven't learned how to open the door. And the way that you open the door is to release resistance to receiving. This is what we've been working on in this training series. And this is what the treasure hunt's about because there is no attachment typically to the items in the treasure hunt. They're just three random things. The resistance to receiving them is fairly low. But even then, depending on who you are, you can still have resistance. So how does this community aspect factor in? Well, when you look at what typically causes resistance, the source is fear. Now, you might not think it's fear. You might think it's just guilt or overwhelm or stress or anything. But ultimately, at its heart, knowing that there's only two forces, fear or love, it's fear that's creating this resistance and love is what opens us up. And that fear is generated by our amygdala, our fear brain. Well, what triggers the fear brain? The amygdala is survival. And when I talk about that around manifestation, the survival I'm talking about is the idea that we need to be accepted by other people to survive. This goes back thousands of years when our survival really required us living in tribes, right? That where if we didn't have a tribe, we probably couldn't have survived. And our amygdala still believes that's the case. And so everything it does, it does with the motivation to be accepted by others, whoever we believe our community is. Layer that with the fact that most of us receive some message that, you know, giving is better than receiving, you know, good people give, selfish people receive, overgivers, caretakers, generous people tend to be loved by communities. And there's a lot of proof of that. And then people who focus on themselves, you know, they aren't usually liked as much, not in real life. But, you know, when we look at the way media portrays it and probably messages we received growing up, that tends to be the slow pulse of truth that we receive. And so our amygdala then programs our understanding to know that giving is good, receiving is bad, right? This is the heart of what causes that resistance to manifestation. Now understand again that the amygdala is really trying to protect us. It's trying to make sure that we keep ourselves safe inside the tribe, that we keep being accepted by our community because it believes 
that our survival depends on that. Well, what happens when we start working to undo these messages, these ideas that we can't rest, that we can't take care of ourselves, right? And then we start doing the opposite. We start to receive support. We start to play with really honoring that we don't have the energy to do all the things anymore and that we really would like the divine and the universe to take over. We'd like our partner to do more. We'd like our children to step up and take more responsibility. When that starts to happen, the fear brain gets really triggered because it's like, oh my goodness, you're focusing on yourself. It's going to get you kicked out of the community. Well, when you're doing this work in community with a community around you and you're all going through the same thing and the community is saying, you're welcome here. You're acceptable here. I see you. I understand the challenge you're having. I know how hard it is to put a boundary in place for your partner, for your children, for your community, for the PTO. You know, whenever that happens and you're feeling anxiety over it, but the community swoops in and says, you don't have to feel that way. You're a good person. This is okay. And you know what? I've been through it too. And I've come out the other side and I'm better for it. I'm better for learning how to receive. What happens is that actually starts to reprogram the amygdala's perception of receiving. And it's not because it suddenly thinks receiving is good. It simply starts to see that receiving or doing this receiving work makes you acceptable to the community. And it's that community acceptance that makes the amygdala feel calm and peaceful. Now, if you are interested in joining us in the receiving school, you are welcome. We are just about to get started and our enrollment is open right now. If you want to join us or you just want to check out what it's all about, you can go to www.thereceivingschool.com and join. We will be starting, we have orientation week next week for everyone who's new. And then the following week, we'll start the actual content. What's beautiful is that we have many receiving school graduates that go through receiving school over and over and over again. So not only are you getting me and my guidance, you're actually getting other graduates who have been on the path, who are probably a little bit further ahead, have gone through a little more of the challenges. And so all of these amazing graduates who have mastered pieces of the puzzle, but still feel there's more and more for them to learn are in there guiding you every step of the way. And let me say, I'm raising my hand on um, still more to learn because receiving school and what we do in receiving school, you know, this methodology, this receiving method, this isn't a one hit wonder where you just go through it. And once you're done, if you do all the homework that you will suddenly be able to receive and there'll never be an issue again. It doesn't work like that, right? It's layers. We're peeling layers away. And so for me, even though this, like I said, I've been doing this for almost two years now, every time I do the work, I learn more. I go deeper. I receive more gifts. And the same thing goes for our graduates, which is why they keep coming back to do it over and over again. There's a story of one of our members, Karen, and she is now in the mastermind. But prior to that, she had done receiving school, I believe twice. And when she came into receiving school, she was currently out of work. It was the beginning of COVID, I believe. And she had just broken up with her boyfriend and really her financial stability was 
you know, shaken. And, but she knew something was better. And she had a deep faith in God. She had a deep spiritual connection through her Christian faith that God was there, but she knew she was missing something. That's what she said. And as she went through receiving school, she opened up to what was possible, ended up getting an amazing job that she loves. She has a beautiful home and one of her children just got into the college of their dreams and everything is opening up. And what she said recently was, it's having been witnessed in the journey that gave her the courage to make all the choices that she made. And I mean, her story is so much, so much longer and more beautiful than I just made it then I just summarized it as, and you can go check out her story on the sales page of The Receiving School at www.thereceivingschool.com. If you look towards the bottom, you'll see Karen's story in her own words. And I just want to point out the importance of that witnessing piece. We can do so much on our own. We can. You are a powerful, powerful being. The divine loves you. The divine will meet all your needs. But it can be lonely if you aren't being witnessed on your journey, if you're not, if you don't have cheerleaders, if you don't have a second set of eyes that says you're doing it right, or you're doing it well, or you are amazing. Because so often we will only allow ourselves to feel that when we get to the very, very, very finish line. Meaning if we're looking to get our lives to look a certain way, we have many finish lines along that path. And each one deserves a celebration, but oftentimes it's so hard to do that for ourselves. And yet when we're in community, community does that for us because they've witnessed the struggle. And so when we overcome something, they hold the memory for you when it's so easy to let it go yourself. We also have another member of our mastermind who I won't name because I, she hasn't given me permission to tell the story, but I can share this piece of it. When we start each week in the mastermind, we talk about what worked for you last week and what do you need to hand off to the universe this week? And she said, you know, she's always found that to be an irritating exercise. And I, and I get it. I've been in other communities where, you know, you have to report in and it's so super annoying. But in this context, that's not really what, why I even, ha- I prompt the people in the mastermind to do this. I really prompt them so that they're constantly staying aware and conscious at the start of each week of where they may have shouldered a bit more the previous week than they needed to do. And that they're more aware of what they can still hand off to the universe. Because one of the basic rules that we talk about in the receiving school that then we take deeper or not deeper, but further in the mastermind is that you have to ask You have to let the divine know that you are open to receiving help. If you don't ask for help, the divine can't help you because we each come with free will. And if we're determined to do it by ourselves, the divine is going to honor that because that's the contract we made before we came here. And so it's really important to say, please take this off my plate. In fact, we did an exercise in the training series we just wrapped up in training number one, where I showed everyone how to do that in a really simple and easy way. And the shifts that people start to see were profound. A family member comes in and, you know, offers to clean the house. In someone else's case, a boss offered a raise. In another person's case, a child who wasn't performing at school suddenly got their homework done, right? 
and this is just from one of the simple exercises, what happens when we go to hand off to the universe is when we're doing it in a silo by ourselves, we doubt that magic can really happen. But when we're in a community where everyone's doing it, suddenly it starts to pop and it becomes possible. And I'm happy to report that my other mastermind member has at least (laughs) gotten on board with that piece of the puzzle, that she gets to have a lot more help than she's been having. I really encourage you, if you would like to join the receiving school, I'd love to have you. But if the receiving school isn't right for you, I highly recommend that you find a community. Find a group of people who are on the path with you, whatever change you're trying to make in your life. Because when you do it in community, again, what happens is you reprogram your brain to understand that it's safe to change. It's safe to go to the next level. It's safe to have the life of your dreams. If you've ever looked around and saw, why did someone achieve this result and I didn't? I see that in the entrepreneurial community all the time where someone will say, you know, she and I or he and I started at the same time and yet that other person is so far ahead. What did they do? And it's not so much what they did as what they were, what they felt, how they interacted with themselves, their business and the universe and their willingness to allow in the support of both the divine and people around them. As we've been going through this training series, it's blown me away. Just the other day, we, when I looked at the numbers, we had close to 1,500 people in the training and close to 1,300 people had joined the Facebook group to be part of this community. Those are bigger numbers than I've ever seen before. And where we saw that jump was in part because towards the end of 2020, I thought, I'm looking around and and I'm thinking, I have to get this into more people's hands. I have to get this message out there in a bigger way. And I felt the weight of that on my shoulders. And as I went inward and tried to see what would pull that weight off my shoulders and asked for help from the divine, clarity from that, from the divine over and over again, the message I got was I just needed a bigger team. I needed better help. I needed more support. And so I started on that journey of bringing in support, which I've talked about that on the podcast this year, The journey, that journey. And let me tell you, it wasn't always easy. It brought up so much fear because I have an old wound that the reason I'm valuable is because I get it all done. And when I need help, I'm not as valuable, right? And that was something I learned as a kid. My parents didn't mean to teach it to me. It was just, I stepped up to the plate and I just constantly got recognized for being the one that was independent, got everything done, you know, never gave person a problem, right? And so I absorbed this message that what made me valuable was to not need help from other people. And so as I started to bring on this support, I was triggered in so many ways. And what helped me get through it was that I had surrounded myself with people that could help me. I had Karen Sargent on here just at the end of 2020, who's a virtual COO. She was one of the people I hired her to just kind of boss me around and show me what I needed to do to bring my business to the next level. But let me tell you, every step of the way, it scared the heck out of me. And if I didn't have people telling me I was doing the right thing and encouraging me, I don't think I ever would have gotten there. Now, of course, finally letting in that support 
is what has allowed us to grow this training series so much. The last time we ran it in the fall, we had 600 people registered. Now we have 1,500. And we didn't do anything a whole lot different from a marketing standpoint. Honestly, if anything, I think we did less. And yet, look, here we are almost tripling what we did in the fall. And that all came back to, I truly believe, my willingness to let in more support. Because when we try and do it on our own, it just doesn't work as well. It might work for a little while. I'm sure you are a powerful, incredible person who gets a lot done on her own or on his own. But I'm telling you, however capable you are to do that on your own, you are that much more capable when you allow in support. That comes from the support of the community that you're in and the divine. So I hope wherever you are and what part of your journey you're on, that if you do feel called to be a part of this community, the receiving school community, that you join us while enrollment is open. It's open through Saturday, April 3rd, I believe is the date. And if not, that you do find your own community and people that can support you and encourage you because it is essential to growth. It's essential to success. And it's 100% essential to beautiful, powerful manifestation. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Hey, thanks for listening. If you know someone who needs to hear this message, please share this episode with them. And if you're feeling really generous, I'd love for you to leave us a review at your favorite podcast app. It helps us reach many more people and it fills my heart with so much joy when I hear what you have to say about what I've shared. I'm cheering for your success. Have an amazing day. And don't forget, always create space for magic. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.